Welcome to Radius Conversations, where we want to do real life with real faith. Our purpose here is to dive into practical questions about how to glorify God with people who have experience from a biblical worldview. I'm your host, Mariah Levitt. Today we're going to talk about the question, um, what does generosity look like? We're going through a sermon series called um, Generosity. Right? Living generously. Wow. We are living generously. We are living generously. Joining me is John Reeves, the lead pastor at Radius Church, also the one who financially supported me. Wow. Yeah. Growing up. Yeah. So this is special. <laughs> yes. My father. Your favorite guest, from my, what I hear. Yes. My favorite. I have to say that. So to start out, our church's mission statement, um, it talks about living generously. So I guess kind of a broad question is, what does that even look like individually for people? And um, like, how would you define a generous life? Yeah, I love I love uh, telling the story of how we came up with our mission statement, because it's really only about four years old. So our church was 15 years old before we really had a true mission statement. And as we as the elders and I got away and we just examined who are we, that, that living generously is one of the things that really popped to the top. We're a church that lives generously. So that had been our story, and we've done it in a variety of ways. And what's ended up happening over the course of our little bit of a history of, as a church is that that generosity is what, what's excited us about is it's built trust with us in our radius or, or in, in our community. So folks trust us because we're generous. So in a time where people are pretty cynical about the church, cynical about everything, uh, generosity has helped us build trust so that we can share the gospel with folks in the end. But the best part about it is just fun. I think like the, the uh, thing that really frustrates me when people talk about generosity, a lot of times the church has talked about it like, like this law that makes it miserable to share your stuff. When, when Jesus taught about it, it, it was this He was full of joy as he gave himself and his stuff away and as he advised his followers to give their stuff away. And even uh, last week as we went through uh, the passage, after the servants have multiplied their stuff, he says, enter into my joy. It's all all connected. There's this this joy that comes with generosity that is what makes makes me excited to talk about on a regular basis. I really want it for our people here at Radius and for for the world as, as the Christians in the world to get to participate in something that's really just that fun. So practically, um, you talked about on Sunday creating a spreadsheet or something to yeah, keep yeah. track of your your budget. And I heard there was a, a response from... Yeah, I forgot to tell your mother we were going to do this. <laughs> and so Cheryl, to my right on the front row, when I said it, she, she, she actually could not contain herself. She said, we are... There's uh, Cheryl and I are not super organized as far as with our own finances. We're very disciplined from a from a generosity standpoint. So we that's been true our whole married life. But as far as tracking every dollar, her dad was an accountant, so I don't know if we've rebelled. My dad was really organized uh, in the same way. So um, yeah, Cheryl and I are going to track our finances every dollar for two months, and we challenged the whole um, body, all the believers at Radius to do the same, primarily to check on your heart. So we're not trying to, we're not having some kind of contest to see who gave the most. It's really much more about 
where's your heart? And I, I really believe as we watch where our dollars go these next two months, we'll get a good picture of what we love the most. And so uh, as people do that, it'll be funny. There'll be some funny things that come out of it. I've already stopped going to Zoe's because they're closed, which really helps my, my budget go down. And I can tell mom is already feeling it because she's hesitating on buying stuff because it's going to go on the on the docket, which is uh, healthy for us all. Yeah, and as far as when you're going through the budget and going through giving, what do you think as far as, you know, how do you decide where to give? Yeah, that's a great question. I thought to Andy Stanley summed that up really well. He, he, he gave two categories. One of them was uh, to give to th- – things or organizations that you're grateful for. So when I, when I think about somebody at Radius giving to Radius, I think that's how that probably should go. If, if this is your church and you're grateful for it, then that's, this is probably a place you ought to participate financially. Um, and if you're not grateful for it, you probably ought to go somewhere else, right? Like this, this isn't a great place to be if you, if you hate coming. So if you're grateful for it, participate. And then, then his second category was what breaks your heart, which I thought was really great way to identify certainly these other organizations outside of the church that meet specific needs. I was at a fundraiser uh, just the other night, Lighthouse for Life, that deals specifically uh, with women that have been trafficked. And so, like, there's a group of people there, some great partners here at Radius were there. That's a passion of theirs, and they channel some of their resources to that. And then we've got this little list at Radius that we really love. Lighthouse for Life was born out of Radius. Ezekiel Center was born out of Radius. So, so we're kind of passionate about those, but everybody, you know, as you grow in Christ and your heart softens, then there ought to be something that you really care about. And uh, for, for your mom and I, you know this, we, there's always been a single mom in our life that we, we uh, build friendship with and we just enjoy relationship with and we, we want to help, uh, particularly if, they're, if she's struggling financially. So that's been a, for us, that's a passion, so we get to it. And I think our folks probably... It's easy to, uh, in a world full of cynicism where you don't trust where anything goes, to hesitate uh, because of the corruption in the world. But when it comes to generosity, you can't always worry about where every dollar being spent just right. Like, so you, you try here at Radius, we vet the organizations very hard that we participate with, but. Every dollar doesn't go exactly where you thought it would. It comes back to your heart. It's as much about you as it is about who receives it. Yeah, so kind of, I guess, expanding on where Radius gives, how does Radius go through and, um, I guess, where does the money go when people give specifically to the church? Yeah, so we're pretty disciplined uh, as an elder team very disciplined. Uh, we, we try to give away 30% of every dollar that comes into Radius. So three dimes out of every 10 go somewhere else. Uh, we do that um, out of conviction, really. That's, there's no law. Or We came up with that number. We felt like it was a really hard number. And if we stay disciplined to it over the course of the life of this church, we could produce a lot of fruit. So through the years, that number has continued to increase, which has made it a little bit more complicated. Uh, so we primarily give to domestic church planting, church planting in the United States, which primarily churches we're planting. Uh, we'll also partner with some other churches so far only in the state of South Carolina. Um, and then we uh, like to invest our resources abroad. So we also partner with organizations in other countries. And part of our criteria is that they plant churches. 
So Empower One is just this terrific. David Kaya leads it. He's a terrific church planter. They plant hundreds of churches. Um, and then uh, we have a friend named Stephen Joseph in, in, in another country where he also plants churches. And then uh, after that, we um, really want to take care of folks in our community that, are, that have issues that are impoverished. So um, Give Hope is a big part of that. We run that at the end of the year. And we Folks love to get in on that, and we, we use our partners in the community to get to the poorest folks. So those are kind of three categories. We do domestic church planting, international church planting, and local poverty. And we vet those organizations pretty hard, primarily through relationships, so we know we can trust where the money's going. What really matters most to me is knowing what is the favorite gift you've ever given to me. Wow. Okay. Maybe one of my favorite gifts of all time, and it, yet it didn't last very long. So I don't know if you remember this, and I don't even know if you thought it was a gift, but it was to me because it was a big sacrifice because we didn't have much. We were living in that house in Anderson, and you wanted to drive back and forth to school, and we didn't have enough cars. And so on your birthday, I gave you my car, which wasn't – most of our listeners wouldn't think it was awesome. 2007 Ford Fusion, which I liked a lot, and it served our family really well, so I gave it to you, which was – like for me, it was uh, as much joy as I can experience. And then when you went to college, I took it back. <laughs> you did, you, yeah, I didn't get to keep that gift. Nope. I remember that car, and I remember driving and putting in $5 in the gas station <laughs> so that you would take it and fill it up for me. Huh, I, I might have known what was going on there. My goal is <laughs> to never have to spend money on gas. You did very well. <laughs> to this day, <laughs> I made my husband make my husband fill it up. Uh, well, I always close with a favorite book or resource. So is there anything that you're reading that you are really enjoying that you want to share? Yeah, I, I got this uh, little devotional that I'm reading. And I think, I think, folks, even if you're not much of a reader, you, you can really enjoy it. It's by an old writer. His name's A.W. Tozer. And it's called Tozer, T-O-Z-E-R, On the Almighty God. And it's just a, a one-page-per-day read. I set it by my bed. I read it every night, and it's just very worshipful. So you guys want to take in some uh, really good, worshipful, devotional-type reading, Tozer on the Almighty God. Love some good Tozer. <laughs> so thanks for sitting in with me, Dad. Fun being here. Um, to our listeners, if you have any questions or want to get any more resources on generosity, go to radiuschurch.info and you can click on series resources. It has spreadsheets and how to talk to your kids and other resources. So head to radiuschurch.info. A reminder that Radius Church exists to glorify God by making disciples, planning churches, and living generously. This has been Radius Conversations. We'll see you next time.